0: hey yo
1: welcome to conscious hypocrite
0: welcome 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 to another episode so what do we talk about this time silence uh
1: we talked about a netflix movie we watched we talked basketball we talked stereotypes did uh i made will chew on the mic even though i feel like that's a very annoying thing to listen to i actually enabled him To chew on the mic in this episode. So if you have misophonia or if you really are annoyed by chewing on the mic, be prepared for that. Sorry. Okay, let's get into it.
0: Let's do it. For our conscious hypocrite segment today, we are talking about stereotypes. And let's jump into it um so
1: mostly uh the reason why this is in our conscious hypocrite segment is because some of these stereotypes i think we still have about yeah. people um and some we may not like to admit that we have yeah, 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 and some of these we had when we were kids and kind of grew out of it for sure um most definitely yes
0: Probably more exposure to different
1: right more things. exposure more exposure and more representation yeah um specifically like uh seeing certain people in certain jobs right and thinking that only those people could do those jobs
0: <laughs> right uh especially younger when i was growing up i used to walk to the Seven Eleven on uh devonshire and woodley um anyway and I only thought sheiks worked at 7-Elevens. Girl. So,
1: people with turbans. All Middle Eastern people.
0: And the only way I found out they they all didn't work at Seven Elevens, I don't know where the hell I went, but I was not in California anymore. And I just saw a random white dude at 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like in the Twilight Zone or something. It was a trip.
1: Well, especially... Uh, you know, these last, you know, th- these times, the 90s and before, you would only see certain people doing certain jobs in movies and TV anyways.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was kind of like that helped reinforce your it's, thought. The Simpsons, dude. The it's Simpsons. Like- <laughs> yeah, if you haven't wow. seen the, uh that, uh the Problem with Apu documentary, it's really good. I think it's on Hulu. But yeah, it's like you see only certain people doing certain jobs and you think that that's all what those people can do. Um. I was listening to the story about this woman who was Indian, and she was talking about how she had this crush on this boy. Uh She had a a huge crush on him, and they were friends, and she thought that they were going to be an item or whatever in high school. Okay. And so she got her friend to kind of be the go-between. Yeah. Does he like you, blah, blah, blah. To mediate. To mediate, yeah. And so the friend came back, and she's like, Uh, he says he likes you, but he can't date you because your parents work at Dairy Queen.
0: Damn. And she said
1: that the only there was an Indian. The only other <laughs> Indian family worked at Dairy Queen, and so he thought that all Indian people worked at Dairy Queen. And her dad was like, I mean, it doesn't really matter what her parents did, but it was like her dad was like a molecular engineer, and her mom was like a doctor. And she was like, "Wow,", wow. <laughs> which yeah. So,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and it and it works both ways too because you also. You know, grow up seeing only white people doing a certain job that you may hold to to high esteem, like maybe the president or these other positions.
0: Yeah, Um, I only only thought white people were in politics. You couldn't, you couldn't be a politician unless you were white.
1: But there's also reasons why those, uh, you know, different minorities and different immigrant families have certain jobs is because they may have degrees or they may have this whole experience in a different country, but it doesn't carry over a lot of the time or it's harder for them to get jobs because they don't know the language as well. So there's a reason why at different points in time in America, you see these waves of immigrants who are doing specific jobs. Right. Um, and then if that's the only time you're ever exposed to people who are chic or people who are Middle Eastern, right. then you start to think that these are the only things that people do.
0: Do, yes.
1: Right. Um, and I mean, a lot of the times the stereotype is true, like like nail technicians, being Vietnamese or being, you know, like, especially in California, it's like, you never, see, you really, you literally never see anybody who is not Southeast Asian do that. kind of I've never
0: thing. been into an all-black nail shop,
1: but I'm sure they have them in the South that or girl. other places. Right. Um. Gotta go.
0: You gotta go. Far, you gotta, go <laughs> gotta go somewhere to go see. It. Right.
1: Sure. Um. Speaking of Asians, there's a you know another harmful thing is thinking kind of like. I mean, certain stereotypes are not as bad as others, but they're still harmful and othering. So even though. For Asians, the stereotype might be, oh, you're good at math, like, or you're smart, math, or whatever. It's still, a, it's still a harmful stereotype.
0: Hey, look, man. I used to go to computer labs late night with the homies. And I would go in there, and we'd play this game called Half-Life. Or some people call it Counter-Strike. When it was, it was a sprinkle of brothers. It was like four brothers. And the rest were all Asians. Some Indian cats. But mostly I Asian. mean
1: that's still Asian. The India yeah. Middle Eastern well, not Middle Eastern, but but India is part of Asia. That's all part of the same but diaspora.
0: They, they they fit that stereotype for sure.
1: And I'm gonna be completely honest. A lot of my friends who are Asian are very smart. Yeah. Some of them are very ditzy. Uh to this to this day, if I'm interacting with a student who's Asian who acts uh you know, kind of as a space cadet or whatever, I'll be a little surprised, and that's—I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because there's, uh you know, space cadets of all races all and ethnicities. But with Asian kids, it is—it is always a little bit of more of a surprise to me than it would be other kids, and that's an important thing for me to take in and realize I need to unlearn. It's all about the individual, right? Exactly. It's not—it's not certain. Th- certain people are predisposed to be smarter. That's not how it works. Yeah. Um. The next thing I wanted to get into was your perception of people who dressed punk rock kind of and what you thought about those people.
0: I thought they were all skinheads. And
1: you thought they were all They're racist. All
0: racist and I thought they were a part of the clan and like they, you know, I didn't like I just got a bad vibe just off of um
1: how they dressed. How they
0: dressed and their the bald head and shit, with the boots, the whole thing. And,
1: and this was funny to me, especially because you know Will and I didn't meet each other until we were in our twenties, but like I gravitated to punk rockness and punk rock people and the music and all that stuff. So I saw I that was part of my scene, right? You know, and so it's it was really funny to. See it from Will's side as as being freaked out by these people, because you don't think about that when you're in it. You don't think about how it's being perceived as by other people.
0: You and what was my example? Uh, higher Learning, fucking Remy, dude. Remy was a skinhead in this movie called Higher Learning, and uh had t- Tyra Banks and Lawrence Fishburne and. Omar Gooding and I, Ice Cube.
1: Well, this is the most actors' names I've heard you say off the Mr. top of your head.
0: Mister White. I mean, this Buster Rhymes was in there. So Remy's character. In so I'm he like, was a skinhead. They were all skinheads. These white dudes. Yeah. With, you know. And I didn't kick it with. I didn't kick it with. Uh, any, I, punk, any punk rock dudes until later. Until Later, maybe. Because um, when
1: we you one of our one of Will's friends who is now my friend who I met through Will was kind of part of that scene and he's the most uh pretty down to earth yes uh so one thing and a lot of the a lot of people who who kind of fit that description are and so one thing i wanted to touch on which is really interesting is the history of skinheads and skinheads started in london in the 1960s uh it was started by working class youth so like young people basically in the 60s and this is before the whole punk rock wave started happening and so these working class kids like teenagers were trying to distance themselves from um what was becoming the hippies and also what was conservative
0: Hmm.
1: so they were anti-conservativism anti-traditions but also anti- Kind of that free, free what was becoming uh, the hi, the mod and the hi, what would later become the hippies, and so they were very anti that and straight edge. Which, that's a whole that's oh, a whole okay. later later, later in time, but man. but so and so they had their own fashion where they cut their hair short and they wore steel toe boots, they wore Doc Martins, and that was their whole vibe. And then when punk rock happened, it kind of meshed together where punk rock and skinheads it was all kind of the same thing. But also around that time, like the late 80s, is when uh, neo-Nazi stuff started happening. So the skinheads actually, some people who were skinheads became neo-Nazis. And because neo-Nazism was so anti what most skinheads and punk rock people wanted, um, punk rock people and skinhead and and real skinhead people would try to go beat them up. So it was like i remember always hearing about punks hating skinheads and say and wearing patches that said fuck racism and going and actively wanting to beat up skinheads because they felt like they were giving punk rock ba- a bad name and skinheadism a bad name
0: it was why don't i cry <laughs> pretty,
1: pretty much but that's the thing is it's like these these neo-nazis infiltrated what was supposed to be this anti-conservative uh anti they 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 infiltrated it and neo Nazism became so intertwined with skinhead that now when you think of skinheads you think of racism.
0: Why are they always adopting things? They can't come up with they, right, own. they, exactly. can't come up with they own ideas. Exactly
1: so by the time that I got hip to I ain't creative enough dude. By the time that I got hip to punk rock and all that stuff. I always knew that the punks were against racism and wanted to beat up skinheads. Okay. So it always was to me that they were very anti all that stuff. Right. And so that's why it's interesting to say, to see your perspective of when you saw those people to be like, oh, these people might be racist or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was my history lesson. Thank you. For all of that. Thank but you. but we kind of had talked about that before. Um, but going on to hair, one thing oh. that I kind of... uh. Just I think a lot of people have a misconception about or had a misconception about is black hair. I think that like other things that are only that uh, are just completely only black people deal with. Mm-hmm. A lot of white people in other cultures don't know about it and don't learn about it. And then they, they think of it as. Yeah. And they think of it as this weird thing. So for the longest time, I thought rags were just something that you that dudes wore just like almost like sagging pants. Like, I didn't think that there was an actual purpose for them. Huh. And I just told my dad recently what they were for. I think he thought it was some, he thought it was some fashion thing that was associated. <laughs> and when I was growing up, it was like, this is associated with, with thuggery. And there was new, new, news, but news, wearing the, the do-rags and the sagging pants, thinking it was all just a fashion thing when oh, really do-rags wow. are, serve a purpose. Waves. Well, not only waves, but just, like, if you get your hair braided, you want to keep it, like, you keep it,
0: yeah, keep there's it multiple, down. you're
1: not just wearing it just to wear it. Right. But people don't know that.
0: They don't?
1: No, you, be, you do. I know they don't, I know. People do not know that, and so that's the thing, too, is it's, like, I literally, my dad made some comment about durags the other day, and I told, I told him everything, and he had, had no idea. And this was, you know, this, you know, six year old white dude in 2019.
0: Did the flap out? the flap the the flap with the durag
1: i just told him what durags were he had no idea what their purpose was he thought it was just a fashion thing that's what i'm that's what i'm saying
0: that's funny yeah um all right also another uh stereotype of mine um especially younger i didn't i did not believe white people could cut hair or especially black people's hair
1: Mm -hmm. which was probably true for the most part actually back then right with the exception of a few people.
0: Like, no white... I wouldn't have let a white barber touch my hair. I probably... Damn, that's probably... I probably wouldn't let him touch it today. I have to see what he could do... Right. ...before we even cross that.
1: But that's... Yeah, uh, that's fucked up. But, I mean... and it, <laughs> It's weird because it's like... If I'm thinking about someone... It's like... Black barbers and black hairdressers have to learn everything, right. whereas it's not that, that that's not expected of white barbers and I white hairdressers. Be,
0: I've never been in a supercut ever in my life. Never stepped foot.
1: Like if you are working on a on a film set, like a, and you're the hairdresser and right. you're black, you have to be able to cut white people's hair. But the flip is not necessarily true because you hear about all these actors and most actually I should say actresses who have to come to set with their hair already done because they know that these white hairdressers can't do their hair or don't know how to. And same with their makeup. There's and that's part of the reason why um, Rihanna came out with her line with all these different shades is like these actresses would come to set and be like my skin color is this color. But the makeup artist has a palette that has nothing that's my skin color. And so. Um only in the last few years have people been starting to talk about it and things have been changing, but I think the expectation was that if you were black in that field you had to learn everything because you had to assume the white the white um uh, you had to conform to what was expected of what white people were expecting. But the flip was not expected. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That whole that was a long I felt like that was a long monologue. You good. You good. But you get what I'm saying I though? Know what you're saying. Like and that's the thing too, black people have to learn about. Are constantly bombarded with all this whiteness, white culture everywhere. But the flip is not, and that's how somebody like my dad Facts. can not know what a do rag is used for in the ripe old age age of sixty in twenty nineteen.
0: Your dad didn't know what a do rag was. Well, he knew what
1: it was, but he just didn't. He thought it was a fact, He didn't I know what I, the what the purpose I, I was. Thought
0: I thought I saw him sporting one. He didn't sport one. <laughs> Uh uh-huh. Oh, okay. If
1: anything it was to keep flies off his neck when he was he bird was, watching.
0: I, I see him with a flap. There's a flap somewhere in my memory.
1: Yeah, maybe. That's not quite a rag though. Oh, it's, okay. his, it's his hat probably. Oh, all right. Um Yeah, okay, so Skid I mean I think I I'm think
0: buy, I'm a bio Dad a wave cat.
1: For, oh, to to get, (laughs) to braid, yeah, we won't, uh, that's getting too personal if I start talking about the, this very specific hair that my dad has, we don't need to get into that. So, uh, I guess at the end of the day, we can say that we had some stereotypes growing up that we realized were untrue because of representation that we got later. Yeah. Um... But we may still continue to have stereotypes about people. The,
0: the haircut one is is real. I got to see your, your work. Oof.
1: Right. That's a good one. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure this conversation can continue on yeah, at could. some point. Um, but I thought it was a good segment for our conscious hypocrite part of the show. And next up, we'll get into uh, sports. Sports. So before we get into sports, there were some notes that I had from, there was one note I had from last week's episode and one realization that came to me. What was that? Well, the note from last week was we were talking about like our family and growing up and ethnicity and that sort of thing. Right. And I mentioned that I was raised by my grandmother. Okay. But what I meant by that was that, I mean, my parents were involved in my life, but as far as any other adult. She made an impact. Well, as as any as far as any other adult that helped raise me, it was my parents and my grandmother. She that's had, that's what I meant by she that. She Put an imprint. Out. Right, she was the main family member outside of my parents. You that always month.
0: tell me a story about your grandmother and these ribs. Ribs. It's a, it's a rib story. You always tell me.
1: Oh yeah. Well, my grandma. Uh, I was the I was the only I was the youngest grandchild for a very long time, and youngest by like ten years. So in my grandma's mind and still to this day in my grandma's mind, I'm the baby. To this day? I'm the baby. Even though she has, she's got like Alzheimer's and other stuff kind of going on right now. So she's not really cognizant of her other grandchildren that are like were babies, you know, five or so years ago. So in her mind, I'm still, I'm still the baby. Um, But so she used to take me to this place called Lucy's? Loves. It was called Loves. And it would just be me and her and she'd buy me this meal that was a wagon full of yeah. ribs, corn, potatoes. But it was like it came in like a little wagon. And I would just go to town on these ribs, just me and her. She would also take me to Red Lobster and buy me a lobster. Like, these were just random things that she would do. This is her, ball- her version of balling out on me was...
0: Yeah, my grandmother used to take me to Sizzler.
1: Buy me lobster from Sizzler. Hometown for, buffet. From Red Lobster, or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But yeah, so my grandma, it was my parents... And my grandma. I didn't want to make it sound like it was just my grandma raising me because that's not what it was. My mom went back to work when I was pretty young and my grandma was the one taking care of me. Take a village. Right. Um, So the other thing that kind of connects to our sports segment, which I wanted to bring up, was this realization I had about Drake. Okay. So
0: the
1: the other day I was laying in bed looking for something to watch on TV. Um, and I've been kind of on this Will Ferrell kick where like, I kind of want to see Will Ferrell movies that I haven't seen. So I was like, let me watch Anchorman two and see what this is all about. Cause I've never seen Anchorman two came out in 2013. I
0: haven't seen it. I didn't even know it was Anchorman two.
1: Right. I mean, it was 10 years after the first Anchorman. Did you see the first Anchorman?
0: I saw it. Uh, Yes, I did see it. Okay.
1: So this is 10 years after I did not see it. I heard really bad things about it. And to be honest, I only watched the first 10 minutes of Anchorman two. Damn. Um, but something interesting that happened was within, like, right after the whole intro credit sequ- sequence, the first scene is um, Ron Burgundy and um, his wife's character, uh, she was uh, in uh, uh, Married with Children. What's her name?
0: Oh, Not Alicia. Peggy?
1: No, it was the daughter. What was that? Uh, what is that actress's name?
0: I don't know the actress's name. You
1: Come right. On. But so it was Anchorman and his Man. it's going to really bother me that I don't know this name. Um, it's Ron Burgundy and his wife and they're walking down the street and some random guy starts talking to them. And it's Drake. Drake. And Drake is in Anchorman 2 in like the first 10 minutes. He's got a little fro and he just makes a quick cameo.
0: Aubrey. Not Drake. Aubrey
1: Graham. Arbery. Yes. So I had the realization that I think I am Drake. Not like me as a person, but I I, I feel like if I had money, I would do the things that Drake is doing. Wow. I would make cameos in movies that I was fans of. Like, I would put uh, fake curses on people. I would be being super extra on the side.
0: That's little B. Drake is putting curses on people, too?
1: Oh well, I I don't mean well. I guess when he when he wears the the jersey thing, Oh. I guess that's what I mean. Okay. Like, like I guess I, uh, uh, Jinx, I guess fake Jinxing. I don't know is that a yeah. Jinx or a curse or whatever. Um, Into
0: superstition.
1: Getting yeah, doing wanting to do cameos and my and and video. You know what I mean? Just I get it. I think Drake is doing all the things that I would do if I had money. Huh. Is the realization that I came to
0: interesting?
1: And and Drake gets made fun of a lot for. Him doing that? Like, oh, look at Drake fanning out on the basketball players, and look at Drake being cheesy and corny. But I think that would be me. I think that's what I would do.
0: He's giving the human side of it all. It's cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, he's he's not trying to be... Yeah, it's cool. He's he's enjoying himself. Enjoying, he's having fun. He's, yes, yeah. he's having fun. That's what he's supposed he's to do. He's having fun with his money. That's, yeah.
0: That's what he's supposed to do.
1: Right, exactly. And I also do not have... I mean in this hypothetical world i wouldn't because i mean drake had the whole thing with that kid he was hiding that he had because he wasn't using protection i mean you know i don't think i would have that problem if i had that money because
0: i think men are trying to protect him from the media and all that other bullshit. well so men act
1: different men with money act differently than well i don't know maybe that's a drake thing maybe i'm getting off topic
0: it could, he, that could have been he just didn't want the world you know what i mean I, I don't want the world in my business
1: well yes that, that makes sense but i don't know if that kid was meant to have meant to happen I, as I, I, I
0: understand that yeah that's okay but still like he might be a private person
1: oh no i i get that part i'm he saying a
0: private person. When it comes
1: to that type of stuff. yeah no i totally get that i think i would want i, would I don't want, even know how
0: old he is and maybe you know i think he's
1: my age i think he, me and him are the
0: same you know, age or maybe uh, he's a little bit
1: older a couple years older
0: But, yeah, man, that shit's sensitive.
1: Because Degrassi came out when I was, I was, like, around, Degrassi was around the same time when I was his age. That that shit's
0: sensitive, being in the public eye and all that. Yeah. You know, I got to respect
1: it. It's already hard when you're in a couple or you're married trying to keep uh, your kid out of people's business. Mm. But I imagine it being even harder if, like, you have this secret woman who you're trying to, like, keep keep her taken care of. But you also don't want people finding Finding out out about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so Drake will lead us into basketball. Oh, Will. So we, the last time we recorded, it was game one of the finals, and there's been two games since then. So we've seen, Will's going to recap kind of the last two games, and then uh, there's another, he's going to give us predictions for the game that's going to be on Monday, Monday, which would be game four, right? Game four?
0: Shit, that's game five, dude.
1: Is it game five?
0: No, it's game four. Game four, yeah. No, it's game five because the it's 3-1. It's
1: oh, so, oh, yeah. So there's been a, f- a few games. And and also I was listening back to our first episode and talking about how the Raptors had no chance, basically. It's just kind of funny how everything's happened. Okay, so recap those last two games.
0: All right. So uh, the Warriors tied it up 1-1. I think the last time I talked to you guys about basketball. Uh They had a good showing. They had good energy. They
1: had not been to the Oracle yet.
0: No, that By was the, time, that the last was, time we were. Yeah, that, they were. They were in uh, Canada or whatever. But anyway, so they come back to the Oracle Arena, Uh and you think they're gonna play with that same effort and energy, but it wasn't. The, it wasn't the same. Toronto came out. They hit some shots uh Kyle Lowry had a good game. Uh Danny Green hit some threes. Um and they pulled out a victory. In the midst of that game though, there was a an incident I think in the 3rd quarter where this guy uh, Mark Stevens Kyle Lowry was going for the ball and the ball went out and he was like, you know, trying to save it.
1: Kyle Lowry on the on the, on the
0: Raptors, Raptors yeah. if you don't know. Um and yeah, this this guy. I guess he's a shareholder. I don't know. I don't know what his position is, but he's somebody important to the Warriors uh, organization, like funding wise or something like that. You know, like a chairman or some some shit. He's
1: one of these rich guys you see on the sidelines who are wearing the super expensive collared shirt, but then have like the jersey over it or the T-shirt over it on the sidelines.
0: Yes, that guy. I mean, he got to where he got to. Entitled in a way, but anyway, I don't, Larry Larry kind of goes into the crowd, you know, trying to save the ball or whatever. And this dude has the, the, the audacity to to put his hands on him and like shove him. And um, shout out to Kyle Larry for reacting the right way. What and did uh, he do?
1: what did he do? What was he reaction? just
0: told the ref, like, "Hey oh. man, this dude shoved me." Yeah, you know that that could have. That could have turned out a whole other way. You know, what if Larry reacted to the fan and, and, and hit him, assault him, then he's suspended for a game. Right. So, you know.
1: And that shows you kind of, uh, you know, he was trying to keep himself in check because if he knew he reacted... The same way this guy was coming at him, it would have been more problems for him than it is right. this guy. Because this guy got banned for a year, For right? a and year. Had, he he had ba- to pay a fine too. He got banned
0: for a year and had to pay... A
1: fine? That's some chump change to him.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that happened in the game. That shit was interesting. Um, but the Raptors ended up pulling that game out. And then game four happened. And then I was just watching. I didn't really know who was going to win. Uh... Forgot to tell you game and in game the other game Clay Thompson sat out cuz he messed up his hamstring. Right. Was he out the whole
1: he was
0: out the whole game? He didn't play a whole game. So
1: no Clay Thompson. And they
0: No Kevin Durant. And they lost. They lost. Yeah, they lost that game that Clay sat out. Clay comes back and Clay had a pretty good game. Steph was struggling a little bit. Uh Ibaka came out of nowhere, you know, did his thing, and the Raptors pulled that game out. You know, Kawhi Leonard is a steady rock for the the Raptors, just dropping 30s 30s every night, putting up Hall of Fame numbers. I bet you check his numbers, he'll be with some all-time greats.
1: Kawhi?
0: Yeah, like playoff runs. Jordan, Shaq, you know, Hakeem. He'll be with those names if you look up the numbers. But anyway, uh, yeah, the Raptors, I mean, so the Raptors at this point are up 3-1. They're playing hard. They're giving good effort. Uh, Still no Durant. We don't know what's going to go. We don't know what's going to happen with that situation. I think he's going to come back. For the next game? For the next game, and he hasn't played in over a month. In over a month. Uh, I don't think the Raptors will close it out.
1: So, what do you think is going to happen this next
0: game? I, I think the war if Durant plays, the Warriors win. And
1: what if Durant doesn't play?
0: If Durant doesn't play, that is in the air. And I don't know what could happen.
1: I think I'm gonna say whether or not Durant plays, Warriors are winning anyways. Okay. I don't think the Warriors are going out like that. I think they, I think in these high pressure situations, they tend to rally a little more. Okay. So I think either way, the Warriors are gonna win.
0: You think that you going in Warriors either way? Yes, All but right. now
1: I'm totally uh, going back on what I said in the beginning. And now that we, now that it is the Warriors and the Raptors, I would like the Raptors to win. All
0: right.
1: And I saw some weird, uh, like, infographic on the news that was showing that all of the country, except for, like, California, wants the Raptors to win. Because everyone hates the Warriors. Yeah, I have
0: California. no, I have no... Uh, Which I
1: do relate to as a Lakers fan, yeah. but I still want the Raptors to win. I mean, just because... California,
0: never, been, I mean, never mind.
1: been dominating for a
0: while. Yeah. Dynasty after dynasty. But anyway, uh, I have no preference to who wins the championship i just like to see good basketball. Hopefully it goes to a game seven. That's what i would like to see.
1: So we'll get back to you after the game on Monday and see if any of these predictions were game true. Game
0: seven. I want a game seven. Okay, I just watched game five.
1: It is now Monday, just like before. We were recording on a couple different days. So we said earlier that we would get back after we saw game five to give the updates.
0: Yeah, so... The Warriors pulled the game out by, like, a point. Um,
1: yeah, so at the very end, it was one of 5 one of 6 one of 6
0: Oof. Jeez. It
1: was a close one. It was a close, it was
0: a close game. It was a good game. Um, Durant went out in the first half with, like, 11 points.
1: So he did end up playing the game. He
0: did end up playing in the game, and it was about to be a mad shift. Cause I saw defensive uh, switches. Cause Kyle Lowry is killing the Warriors with his penetration, and they switched Durant on him for a couple times, and they start to slow him down a little bit. So I saw Steve Kerr make an adjustment, and it was about to get ugly for the Raptor boys. But uh, the Warriors pulled the game out.
1: But what? But so so Kevin Kevin Durant did did, did
0: play, and but... he exited the game, and he did not return and he's getting an mri so something tomorrow, happened with his calf his right calf again and the that same, was during the, the second s- half or the, the second fir- quarter the first half the first half i think the second, quarter, that's in, what, yeah, in second the second quarter yeah um yeah
1: so that's unfortunate do you think that he was still not up to 100 percent and that's why it happened with his calf
0: Maybe, maybe just react. Because I think
1: you can still play, because you were saying that he was, I mean, he was playing well, but you can still play well and still have an injury or still tweak
0: your leg doing something. He aggravated the same injury that he had before. So he was gone for a month, and his body just wasn't ready yet to go out there and perform at that high level. But uh, he came in and hit his first shot, first two shots. Um yeah, it was a good game and you know then the Warriors just kept fighting after Durant went out. DeMarcus Cousins played a pretty good game.
1: It got pretty exciting in the in the last quarter because it it seemed like the Raptors were going to still going to yeah. still maybe push through and finish it off. But then it didn't happen. Did. It was Steph Curry did what he usually does and <laughs> made those threes. The
0: Barge Brothers was out there splashing.
1: Yeah. So now if Clay Thompson had been out this game, that might be a whole that might have been a different yeah, story. Yeah, he
0: hit a big shot too. He hit the other shot to put him up by three. Um Yeah, so it was a good game. Shout out to the Raptors for, you know, fighting and trying to knock out the champions.
1: So when is the game six?
0: Uh, Thursday. Okay. So we'll see what happens Thursday.
1: That should be interesting.
0: Um, I've I just without Kevin Durant, the Warriors are very thin.
1: But I still see, I still see, the Game Six being similar to this in that it may be not being as easy for the Warriors, but the still still the Warriors.
0: I see through.
1: the I see this going to Game Seven.
0: You see it going. To game I see it going to Game Seven. I see the Warriors possibly losing by like eight points.
1: And that being the last game. And
0: that being the last game. Okay,
1: so Wills thinking the Raptors and I'm thinking Warriors.
0: You think going to game 7? I think it's going to game 7. Health I health think. health is a major thing when this playoff thing is happening. Health. So whoever the healthiest usually wins. And Megatron, the big gun went down.
1: Who's Oh, Megatron KD. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, all right guys that's it for sports and and we'll we'll
1: get into some other stuff before we close out the podcast yeah okay so we're gonna do something a little different right now just because i thought it'd be fun uh this is called taste test segment and it's you know maybe we'll end up cutting this maybe this will stay in so i have something for will to eat And he's going to describe what it looks like and describe uh, the texture. I have
0: no idea what this is.
1: And uh, what it tastes like.
0: I have no idea. And
1: I got this. uh, Yeah. Where did I
0: go? As long as it's not alive and it doesn't smell bad.
1: Okay, I'm handing it to Will. Can you describe what you're looking at? What the hell is this? Can you describe what you're looking at? Maybe smell it too.
0: It has a bunch of sesame seeds It's a ball with a bunch of sesame seeds it looks like a it looks like a donut hole, but fatter, but it it fit oh shit. It <laughs> you
1: just he fi- just dropped it on his arm.
0: <laughs> it feels mushy like a fruit.
1: okay, oh. you're gonna take a bite out of it,
0: oh man, what is this?
1: Do you want me to tell you the flavors you should be expecting?
0: It smells doughy.
1: Okay. It smells
0: doughy. It smells sweet. I can smell some sweetness. Some cinnamon, some...
1: He's very intently smelling this ball.
0: Not a ball sack. Just this ball.
1: No one said, said anything about a sack. <laughs> you. That was you. <laughs> No one said anything about a sack. Okay.
0: All right. Now's the time. I, I'm going to take a bite, guys. All right. Wish me luck.
1: Oh, you keep saying guys to everybody. Girls and guys. I mean, you know, it's fine. Or is it fine? I don't know. Take a bite.
0: Oh, here we go. Uh. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> take a bite. Just know it's good. Take a bite. <laughs> finish it. You finish it. Uh-uh. No, just trust me. Okay, so now you're gonna to need to describe what you're tasting and what you're seeing.
0: The sesame seed is horrible. I can't, it's like a. I can't really describe what it is, it's something inside this ball. <laughs>
1: You should eat it with
0: the outside. The inside tastes good. Almost okay. tastes like a, a like a cookie. Mm-hmm. The out the outside of it is what in the hell? It's almost like oh, all right, it's all right. I need some milk.
1: This that's what you say with everything.
0: I should, what is this?
1: So it's called um, John Dewey also known as the sesame ball and there's a chinese uh like a little corner store for my school where i like to try new things from there and i've seen these sesame balls at dim sum places before but i've never tried them and the thing about this store is a lot of the stuff unless you explicitly ask what's in it you're not really sure so i was just kind of guessing so I, I just grabbed a couple of those from the store uh like a week ago to try them out and i had a, a pretty uh otherworldly experience because i was not in a in a good way because i was not expecting the different sensations the greasiness the doughiness the the empty it's a, it's empty in the middle with like yeah, this little cakey I thing i in didn't his-
0: like i did not like that you didn't like that he no, was empty in the middle it was a bunch of air that i bit into <laughs> did not like it at all
1: so, I had a great... When I tried these sesame balls for the first time, I had a, I had a transcendent experience. I thought they were very delicious. I could
0: smell the sesame, too, when I bit into it. I don't like that. <laughs> mm Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. Okay, so let's see how this um, me making Will Chew on the Mic segment goes.
0: So, look. If anybody wants to get this, I recommend not to get it, actually. It better have a dipping sauce or something, because it's dry-
1: These are also been like out all day. Hey,
0: look, I don't. Hey, look, sesame ball. This would be the probably the first and the last time I have a sesame ball.
1: Dang, you know, to be completely honest, I was hoping that this is going to be a good segment because I was hoping Will was going to be so floored by how delicious this was. And as usual, he shits on everything that I enjoy. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you like these things dude i had a i had a, a I like i said i had a, a otherworldly experience the first time i ate one of those it was such so, so
0: different was it was it warm well yes all right well maybe you should have gave me a, like a fresh one
1: i mean this is fresh ish
0: i don't even want to take another bite it's so why it's so hard why is it so oh man okay that's enough of this yeah sorry
1: Okay, so the last thing we're going to talk about is another Netflix uh, movie that we saw. And this one is called The Silence. And I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory to this movie. Or not a backstory, but just like this kind of set up the movie. And Will's going to describe some of the things that happened. So this movie Hmm. came out in 2019, although we can assume it was filmed before then. Um, It's similar to if you you ever saw uh, A Quiet Place. And A Quiet Place was that movie with John Krasinski that came out in twenty eighteen. And it's around it's kind of the same uh, story where it's like there's monsters that come for you when you make noise, basically. Except for the difference is a quiet place got ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and this movie, The Silence, got like twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Twenty three.
1: So it's that kind of it's that kind of movie. Um, also I felt like Netflix was trying to kind of uh market off of the hype that bird box got cuz it's kind of very it's very similar to bird box in a way. So I'll let Will kind of walk through the beginning of the movie and uh give some thoughts about it. So tell so talk talk about how this movie starts like the very beginning of this movie like how this whole movie starts.
0: Oh man, all right.
1: The opening scene. Do you remember the opening scene?
0: The opening scene.
1: With the the
0: the cave oh yeah so there's there's uh two people like digging in a cave they're or like
1: something. spelunking or yeah. they're doing something in a cave
0: and they're chipping away at this little at this cave and they break through the cave right and they, you see their, their headlights looking down the cave and they hear these noise they hear these noises these weird like i don't know if they're like gargling noises or whatever you want to call them but they hear some noises and then they got like these these weird looks or whatever like what, what was that
1: mm-hmm, looking and at each other they're weird. kind of
0: looking at each other weird and all of a sudden something pulls them down um the cave so they just fall down to the cave and you just start seeing blood on the mask of the, pe- mm. of, the of the people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Then you see those... These, these little, like, bat creatures. Yeah,
1: hundreds of them, like, flying out of the cave. Not even
0: hundreds, like, thousands. Like, a swarm of them, like, uh-huh. just flying out. Uh, like, chupacabras on crack.
1: They do, chupacabras on crack. They do look like, I mean, they're like these weird like they kind of look like bats, they kind of look like pterodactyls.
0: Yeah, they look they you know what they look like? They look like a bat and a pterodactyl mixed with the alien. If you ever seen the movie Alien, mm-hmm. they have these elongated skulls. But anyway, so that's how that so that's how it starts off, right?
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then you you introduce to this family. Yep. Um the main character in the story is this girl.
1: And she's play, uh, She's the daughter in Mad Men. If anyone ever watched Mad Men, she plays uh, uh, Don Draper's daughter in Mad Men.
0: So this girl is deaf in the movie, okay? Mm-hmm. But she used to be able to hear. They got into an accident. They don't really explain the accident. Accident but her hearing is gone, but she could speak and she could read lips very mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: she doesn't only need to look at sign language. Cause she already, yeah, she could already speak. She can already read lips. So it's not, she don't, she can function without people signing to her, but the signing is helpful.
0: Helpful. Um, what do I, how do I, so the whole family knows sign language essentially,
1: right? Because of her, because this of her
0: and this accident, they all are very versed in uh sign language. Sign language. So
1: how how convenient. How convenient.
0: All right. <laughs> so that's happening and and then um you know they're introducing different characters in the movie, showing her high school life, showing how she's getting bullied. Um and all that, showing all that type of stuff, right? And then showing the the love interest, she's a little boy that she has a crush on, on and all that stuff, right? So they're breaking all that dynamic down. And then the they have there's an uncle, there's like a cool uncle, he's like a badass. There's the grandma who
1: lives with them. There's a grandma.
0: There's the brother. There's a there's a dog. It's like a pit bull, Rottweiler. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, and
1: similar similar to Bird Box, there's this whole string of events that happens where it's like, uh, where it's like, you hear these things are happening on the news, but nobody can explain them. People are dying in these different yeah. cities. And you don't really know what's going on. And then that eventually leads to them having to book it out of the city. And so they're, they're in their car. They just grab their stuff and they're in their car yeah. trying to get out of the city because the news is telling them that the cities is where people are dying, right? Is
0: that right. the reason why they... So, yeah, there's, like, a, a national emergency or something. Emergency or something, and uh, they're telling everybody to evacuate, and, and you know, these cities are not safe, and it's really unexplained what's going on. But then you start seeing images of these... uh
1: Weird little, these little flying creatures. Flying
0: creatures that are flying through the city just annihilating everybody just gnawing them eating them up Mm -hmm. and just to the bone Mm -hmm. and they're like what's going on what's going on right so uh you know the Panton family packs up this stuff they 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 hop in their car they get they get all the supplies and they're out they're off right so eventually uh you know they're driving and then traffic comes to a standstill right and so the brother's like, follow me. So they go off-road. Mm-hmm. And the brother's flying through with his... So
1: it's the head. uncle It's the uncle in one car and with, the, with the, the main character's brother. And then it's the rest of the family in the other yeah, car. Yeah, and
0: they're smashing off. And he's, he's like, oh, you can't go that fast in a minivan. And as soon as that happened, he flips his Range Rover. Mm-hmm. And so he flips his Range Rover. He crashes, but he's still alive. But he's, he's trapped in the car. The car's turned upside down. Yeah. The brother's like, yeah, I'm going to need some tools, man. I'm going to need some tools. But the fire department's actually, you know, they're busy because all the stuff is going, going on. Mm-hmm. And the brother, asked the, other, the brother asked the other brother for his gun. So he gives him the gun and he tells the brother, hey, dude, if he, you don't. He points
1: the gun at his brother he and he's like, brother, leave me, leave
0: me, leave me be. Leave me be or, or, or I'm going to shoot you hmm So the brother was like, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back. You know, I'm gonna come back. So, so, while,
1: so while this is happening, it, they kind of know that something has... That these creatures, something to do with sound is going on, but they haven't really figured it out yet. So while this is happening, the daughter, the main character... Her mom, the grandma, the brother, and the dog are all in the other car waiting for their dad the, to come back. They're in the van. And the grandma starts having this coughing attack because she's a smoker. She starts coughing, right? Yeah. She starts coughing. And uh, the noise brings one of these little creatures down onto the car. And the creature's trying to get at them.
0: Yeah, so this little... they It's a bunch of them. It's like yeah. ten of it's them. Are, one
1: starts off. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they're all going... Scratching at the door or whatever. And then the dad figures something out. Uh.
1: He well, the, gets dog, like, the he, dog starts barking. The dog
0: does, starts does, barking and he lets the dog out of the car.
1: To, distract, to the, distract the creatures.
0: And all that's happening. Then the dog eventually dies. And then. I think the brother could hear everything going happening like the family getting attacked. So the brother starts shooting his gun off. Yeah,
1: to try to get all the little creatures to, get to, the come, little creatures to come to, come, go go to over him, him where he's had the accident.
0: Yeah, so they eventually go and they eventually kill the brother.
1: The little creatures the kill little the brother. The c-
0: little creatures kill the brother, gnaw him and eat him all up.
1: But the 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 family at this point has realized that the creatures are blind and the, they really only react to sound. Right. So um so, if they really they can't see you, so it's really just just the noise that they're looking for. And the thing that I did like about this movie is that they did show the creatures through the whole movie. Like it wasn't yeah. like you're waiting to see what these creatures look like. Oh, you've seen them. You see them the whole time. Um, I thought this movie was really funny. It's like a good bad movie. Um, it was entertaining what, what do you, Yeah, what do you it, it? it is
0: a good bad movie. It got really weird with.
1: In the end, we don't. I don't want to give too much away, <laughs> because I want people to watch
0: it. <laughs> it got weird. It got a
1: little. got a little. Came out weird. a little. They, the ending they kind of wrapped up <laughs> kind of in a in a weird way. Um, but the reason why we're we're bringing this up is because we are trying to kind of involve more of our friends and people who are listening to this. So, uh, we created a Instagram, mm-hmm. a Twitter. And an email, and they all have the same name. So unfortunately, it's not conscious hypocrite because conscious hypocrite is too long apparently for Twitter. So we figured we'd have everything be the same. So it's all the same. Uh, Gmail is the same as Instagram is the same as Twitter, and so that name is C. The let the letter C hypocrite H Y P O C R I T E Pod C hypocrite Pod. So that's us on Instagram, that's us on Twitter, and that's our Gmail. So if you watch this movie and you would like to tell us your thoughts, that would be awesome. It's called The Silence on Netflix. Or if there's anything... Let us know what
0: you think. Or
1: if there's any things you think we should talk about, um, any segment ideas, just anything you want, any feedback, see hypocritepod at gmail.com.
0: Let us know. Hit us up. Yeah. We appreciate the feedback. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks.